Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three S for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. In this week's podcast, I'm sharing with you the three tips and the three foundations and strategies that I have for staying healthy and eating whole food and eating, well, pretty healthy-ish as a busy mom, business owner, and someone who has a tricky kind of traumatized mind. How practically do I look after myself? That is what I'm sharing today. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of the three, the three things that really make a difference when life is busy, when I can't be bothered to cook, when I don't know what to eat, when things feel overwhelming, what do I do each and every week, each and every month, each and every day to set myself up for success so that I have healthy habits that feel easier, feel sustainable, and that actually really serve me and my life really well. That's what we're going to be diving into. So I hope you're ready for me to, I was going to say spill the beans. None of these are particular secrets, but they are real game changers. Um, Yay. This is the second episode back after a little kind of season break. So a couple of um, updates actually on the podcast. A couple of things. Number one is um, my, I will probably be taking more regular breaks. I'm going to be playing around with taking kind of the school holidays off here in Scotland just to see how how I play around with that because for me the podcast is like I have so much to say and I get these like intuitive downloads where I just feel like oh I need to say these things so I never run out of stuff to say but I'm also aware that I need to balance you know um school terms and my son starting school you know, there's just, there's just different things to balance out. Um, so that will be happening, but the goal is that there will be three podcast, new podcast episodes for you every single month. Um, the first week of the month will probably not be one or there'll be like a mini one or something I intuitively quickly throw up there, depending on what kind of I feel. And there'll be three brand new ones every single month to really help you and serve you. Also, I know a couple of months ago, I started posting episodes on YouTube as well. So I've actually decided to pause on that just for now because I was feeling a bit overwhelmed by it. And it was one of those things that strategically made loads of sense. And I really love YouTube, but also felt weird in my body. So I'm just pausing on that in all honesty. I know the last couple of months, there's been a couple of things that have been like chopped and changed just as I've been reshuffling things in the background. So just so you know, I'm not going to be putting the podcast on YouTube anytime soon. Well, I'm just going to pause on that thought until it feels better. I think, to be honest, I think it's because the podcast feels like a really intimate space for me, like I'm aware you're listening to this and you might be on a walk, you might be in the car. It, I don't know. I'm just aware of that intimacy and YouTube feels a bit more like broadcasty, you know, it's like everyone, I don't know. Whereas I, what I love about the podcast is 
that there is a bit of like, yeah, intimacy there. I really like that, that you, you choose to listen to this. You don't have to. You put this in your ears and that you're here because you're wanting to really love your body well. And you want to look after your hormones and your gut health and your brain. And I really appreciate that. So I think that's, I think that's why I don't want to be on YouTube. It feels like a different vibe. Anyway, <laughs> those are some updates. Um, other things that are happening is I have space for new clients right now and I have two ways now which you can work with me privately one is my well woman accelerator which is my four month program that's that's my signature one if you listen to podcasts before that's the one that I normally that's been around for a long time real game changer if you need if you're looking to make that massive transformation in your symptoms and life and health and know you need the accountability and know you've literally tried everything and nothing's worked come work with me well woman accelerate if you can give me four months I know you can feel better I know we can like get rid of 80% of your symptoms like sure that's like I'm so confident of that it's not because I'm um I don't know just because I've seen it it's just practical now it's just like it's a no-brainer you know I've just seen so many things and with clients and so much change and it can feel really difficult to, to believe that when you're in the midst of it and you've tried loads of things and you're like, Kezia, what would you do that I haven't already tried? And trust me, there's there's real power in getting support and getting the right strategy and understanding your root causes and getting some um, lab data and getting that regular accountability and the support that you need and all of these kind of things. Um, it's And it being bespoke, personalized, utterly to you, your body, your health, your lab data, your health history, your symptoms, your preferences, your stage of life, your age. It's really powerful when you apply that. So that's my Wellwoman Accelerator. And the new program is called Root, which is a much shorter deep dive session um, that's also available. So if you don't know, if you're like, I don't know, Kezia, I just need some help, just book a call, keziahall.com forward slash book, keziahall.com forward slash book. We'll chat about it. I can explain. I can let you know what I think in the call um, itself. I'll find out more about you then you can go away and decide what you want to do. So these calls are really just a way of us having a conversation, me finding about your symptoms and your health. And you, they don't commit you to anything. They're really chilled. They're really fun. I'm about to have one actually in like half an hour. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's, these aren't like intimidating sales calls where you have to like commit your life away. <laughs> They're literally just conversations. It's like the podcast, apart from you get to reply. Isn't that a nice idea? <laughs> so anyway, I am taking on new clients, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K, keziahall.com forward slash book, free call, I'd love to chat with you, commits you to nothing, but I'd love to know more about your health and what would be useful and what your root causes are and what plan of action or lab test that you may need. Okay, um, a couple of other things is as this goes live, I think, I am like the week leading up to my triathlon. <sighs> uh, I am feeling very excited and also a bit scared about it because um, I I know I can do it, the actual race. I'm doing a triathlon, so if you don't know what a triathlon is, it's a swim, bike, run event. So you swim, I'm going to be doing a 1.5 kilometer swim in the sea. Then you cycle, I'm going to be doing a 42 kilometer cycle, at road bike, road cycling. And then it's a run, I'm going to be doing a 10 kilometer run. You do that after each other, that's, that's a triathlon. I've never done one before, always wanted to. Um, so I know that I can do that. I um, have the endurance to do these things um, and I've trained properly. I did a mini triathlon yesterday, like a sprint version. So I like swam for a kilometer, cycled for like 
20, 30 kilometers, ran for six kilometers. And I totally could have carried on with that. So I know I'm good, but I also know I'm slow. And I was looking at some of the finishing times of the previous triathlons. This is one in Gullen and in, in, uh, in East Lothian in Scotland. And people are really fast. <laughs> so I'm genuinely slightly terrified now that I'm literally going to be the last person. Because I know I can do it. I know I can complete it. Um, and I know I'm, I've never had any um, false ideas that I'm going to be winning this thing. Like, no, I know I'm slow. I do it because I love it. Um, but I, I'm now coming to terms with the fact that I might very much be at the like end of this. So that makes me quite nervous, which is interesting. I need to do some mindset work around that because hello, if I compl- if I finish, then I've just finished a massive triathlon, which is like incredible. <laughs> so I obviously have some mindset stuff going on that makes me think, oh, I don't want to be last or, and it's not because I'm competitive. I'm not actually very competitive with other people. I think it's to do with old, old things. Anyway, so that's happening soon. I'll let you know how I get on with the triathlon. <sighs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited, scared, excited, skited <laughs> to do it as I've heard Glenn and Doyle say. So that is some life things going on. Um, otherwise, right, let's dive into today's show. I've got nothing else to share with you. Other than that, there's nothing else going on in my life. <laughs> but do book your call with me. I'm taking on new clients. We're coming into a new term. We've got the last couple of months left of 2023 and there is so much you can do to feel better and I would love to help you. So kezyall.com forward slash book. Otherwise, let's dive in. So how do I stay healthy and eating relatively well, eating whole foods, meditating, looking after myself when I am a busy mom? I have twins that are two. I have a four-year-old and the last four years basically is we've been, no one, you know, no one's been at school and it's, it's just been a bit of a juggle childcare wise. I also run this business. I'm sorry, I just hit my mic with my hands. Whenever I do these podcasts, it, it's, it's like I, the amount that I gesture, it, considering I'm just in my office alone in the garden, is hilarious because obviously nobody can see me. Anyway, um, and so I run a business. I also a couple of months ago started doing two days a week for a charity, which I've been really enjoying. But, you know, that's another project to manage. Um, I also have my mind is a tricky place to be. I live with complex PTSD. I'll talk about maybe in a future episode. Um, so you know, they can I some mornings, depending on life and um, if I've had nightmares and been triggered or whatever else, it can take. I need a lot of time sometimes to flow through um, and get to a place where I've changed my brain and supported my brain is another way of saying it. Um, I'm also in a relationship, like I'm married. That's important to me. My parenting's important to me you know, all of these things. So how, like, how do I do that? Um, and that's what I want to share about today because I totally get that it can be tough since having my twins, especially. I have definitely felt that life can just be a lot. <laughs> just, it's just a lot, a lot of things going on. Um, so I don't share this episode with you to be like, I've got everything sorted. I feel peaceful and calm all the time. And I just always find everything so incredibly easy. Please learn from me. This is more of a, wow, life can be a bit of a shit show. And there's a lot of things to juggle. 
um, hmm, uh, how do I stay well in this process? That's more of the, the vibe we're going with. So I'm going to share with you some of the three things um, that I find to be really, really key in my own, um, in terms of just my own well-being in t- and juggling all of these different things that will hopefully help you. So these are really practical things that I, when I was preparing this podcast, I thought, okay, these are what I do that I actually do think sets me up for success. I'm a really practical person. I'm very focused on being quite efficient and these are parts of my personality. I'm a Capricorn sun, if you know anything about astrology. So I'm very like grounded, practical, trudge up the mountain, let's go, you know, vibe. <laughs> um, I think that's part of what makes me such a great nutritionist and coach is this like very detailed practical advice going on. Um, so these are some of the key things that I think makes a big difference because it can be really hard. And it, I've been so grateful to have support in the last couple of years and all different types from therapy to coaches to mentors all of these kind of things because there is it even just the last couple of weeks I've just gotten really sick of thinking about food and this is this is kind of why I'm recording this is because I'm trying to think of myself okay how can I make this easier how can I make food easier right now what would make it simpler how can I make this less stressful how can I make this feel better how can I still make this nourishing nutritious you know all these kinds of things because it is it's a you know I'm I deal with food even if we just look at food I deal with food that's my area of responsibility in my household that I've chosen um, so there's five people in my household we eat three meals a day so in a week three meals a day um a plus snacks so three times seven is 21 is that right seven forty twenty one. so it's 21 meals in a day for five people so in a week I'm dealing organizing planning shopping often cooking 21 meals plus snacks. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So one of the things I say to my clients all the time, because they're often overwhelmed about this, it's okay that this is a lot. And it's really important that you give yourself the kudos or the awareness that this is a big area. And often if you, especially this is more so in partnerships and families, um, often there's just this assumption that food gets made and there's no appreciation of the time, energy, mental, physical resourcing that needs to get involved in that. So if you're in a partnership, make sure your partner knows if you're the person in charge of food, make sure they bloody well know how much time and effort goes into the food aspect of it. If you need to hand it over to them to deal with for a couple of weeks, see how they get on, because this is really an area of just a lot of assumption goes on. It's just assumed that you'll think about food, assumed you'll think about snacks with the kids, assumed you'll make dinner, assume you'll think about brunch when people are coming over, assume you'll plan the nice Christmas lunch, assume you'll plan the party food, like a lot of assumptions. And it's a totally different tangent. I'll maybe do another podcast on that. That's something I do a lot of coaching with clients around in households, relationships and families is little bits of that really play a big role because food, it's like 21 meals in a week, man. That's a lot. I sometimes wish we were just like snakes and ate these massive feasts every two weeks <laughs> and you could think about it and then you'd just be totally fine the rest of the time. Um, and that, to be fair, I love eating. I, I'm just at the time of my life, I have twin toddlers, uh, twin toddlers. I have toddlers who are twins. I have a four-year-old. So it's just, I'm at that time of life when mealtime is a bit batshit crazy. You know, stuff gets thrown on the floor, thrown on the walls, thrown at each other. Food doesn't get eaten. It's like right before bedtime. There's like, there's just a lot going on. So I think that's why I want to be a snake sometimes. I don't, you know, having three kids climbing on your legs while you're trying to cook a meal. Mm -mm. No, no, that's not, it's not enjoyable. 
So anyway, I hope I've painted a, 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 pic, a good enough picture for you to show, to, to highlight the fact that this isn't me coming from my beautifully organized, glorious high horse. This is me in the weeds with you. But I'm doing the best job I can and I'm doing a pretty good job. So what is helping me? What's setting me up for success? Number one, mindset. Really important. I know that the most important thing and the most productive thing for me to do is to be well. I know that and I have the blessing of knowing that really clearly because I have the blessing of knowing how awful I can feel. I know how much pain my body can be and I know how brain fogged I can be. I know how fatigued I can be. I know how stuck on the toilet I can be. I know how depressed I can be. I know how anxious I can be. I know how awful I can be. Therefore, it's so clear and it is a blessing. It truly is to me because I get some people just don't, It's this is a harder shift for some people. But I know that me being well and eating well is a huge part of that. If I eat crap for a week, I feel like crap. I feel ugh, awful. I also know that it affects my productivity, my, my work, my ability to work efficiently, productively, get stuff done. I get a lot of stuff done. I work in my business now probably, I've always worked in my business part-time, but I get probably about a full-times persons, you know, employed person stuff done in that time. I'm really on it and productive most of the time. So mindset, I know that the most important thing, one of the most important things, one of the most productive things, one of the most strategic things is me eating well-ish. Not me eating perfectly, not me being obsessed over like I just ate an apple, it wasn't organic. Oh my gosh, I ate an organic apple, I'm gonna... <gasps> no, that's a bit of bordering on food obsession there. Not healthy, not good, no, 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 thank you. But I know, me eating well-ish, is one of the most important things. Me being relaxed around food, but also strategic around food, really productive, really, I see a really big return on that investment. I know I will immediately, and I know I will in terms of my longevity, how long I live, my lifespan, partly is gonna be affected by how well I nourish the nutrients, the ingredients I give my body, because every day my body is replicating DNA, every day my body is renewing itself, and I want it to get the right coding, the right messaging, the right input that says, hey, we're safe, be resilient, keep being strong, essentially. So mindset, really important. So yes, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered with food. Oh, I hate food planning, but you know, I get in a grump about it, and then I'm like, Actually, this is boring, yes, but it's really strategic to do. So mindset, really important. Next thing, planning, batching, repeating. So when it comes to food, especially, um, planning is so important, but I also get that it can be really boring. <laughs> like I'm not, I didn't say these were like the sexy tips. The <laughs> This is a very boring thing, but really important. If you have no plan of what to eat, then you're probably gonna eat things that aren't great. I wanted to hop in here to tell you about Root. Root is my brand new two-week private one-to-one -one program where you get a really clear plan of action based on your body, your life, your lab data, your symptoms. You will leave knowing what to eat, what supplements may help, and what lifestyle shifts to focus on so that you see some big shifts and changes in your symptoms in the following three to six weeks. This is the perfect place to start if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you tried lots of stuff that hasn't worked and you have no idea to begin. 
If that's you, start here with the Root program. I would love to help you. And it's also a great way to work with me without having to invest higher amounts of money. And it starts from just £695 and there's payment plans available. So if you're interested in getting that bespoke one-to-one support so that you can make some big shifts, figure out what your root causes are, learn what to eat, what to supplement, what to really focus on to see incredible changes, then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book just to book your free call with me. This doesn't commit you to anything. You don't have to sign up to anything on the call. It's just that I can find out more about you and check that this is really going to be worth your while and that you're going to see some incredible results. I would love to work with you and get started. So go to keziahall.com forward slash book today and I'd love to chat with you soon. Okay, let's get back to the show. You're probably going to get stressed you're going to get decision fatigue, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're just going to end up like eating dry cereal out of a box or like toast every day. Because if there's no plan, then there's no plan. You're just going to be totally overwhelmed. And if you think about this, 21 meals, if you are not deciding ahead of time, if every day you're deciding what should I have for breakfast, what should I have for lunch, what should I have for dinner, then you are making tons of decisions, needless decisions each week. Whereas when you plan, essentially planning is a way of deciding ahead of time. You've decided you take half an hour to decide these 21 things. You do it all at once. It's really efficient. It's really productive. It's really strategic and it will lower your stress levels 100%. So you take time to think, right, Monday, we're having veggie curry. Tuesday, I'm going to bulk make some spaghetti bolognese and that will do Tuesday and Friday. And then on Wednesday, I'm I'm literally telling you my food plan. Wednesday, I think we've got a frittata with goat's cheese this week. Thursday, oh, I can't remember what that is. Oh, salmon noodle ramen bowl broth bowl things. You know, Saturday, defrost something from the freezer. So planning is really important because food can be really stressful. And if if you pretend otherwise, then I think you're often just lying to yourself or just aren't feeding as many people. If you're just feeding yourself, there's different challenges because maybe there's a lack of motivation because it's just for one person. So you just end up eating like peas all the time. You know, there's different challenges. It's not a better or easier thing. It's just different. And But planning is really important, whether you have a family of 25, whether you live on your own plan, decide ahead of time. First thing. Next thing, batching. When you cook at least once a week, once a week, when you make something, make double of it. Just batch it. And even if you don't eat it that week, you might not want, you might not like repeating your things. That's fine. Put it in the freezer. So I'm making spaghetti bolognese this week. I'm going to make double the amount of it, put it in the freezer so that when I have a really busy week with work and I have meetings or uh, Joe's away in London, which he often is, and it's just me and the kids, my mealtime prep is defrosting does it and heating up that's all I need to do so batching once a week batch or I used I haven't done this so much recently but when the girls were much littler I took like I would batch stuff um once a month I'd take like two hours and make like 10 meals in those two hours on like a Sunday and put those in the freezer ready to go I really like that that worked quite well um so batching in something in some way once a week once a month also repeating so you made it so say you've done your meal plan Repeat that plan. You don't need to make a brand new meal plan every single week unless you really love to and desire to. I generally repeat my meal plan from week to week and I swap in and out a couple of things. So generally each week we have something like some sort of curry, some sort of chili or bolognese, some sort of like egg frittata quiche, something along those lines. We'll always have um, something with fish in, like even if it's just salmon, fillets and chips and beans, you know, just... Everyone loves chips and beans. 
You know, something really simple and I repeat. So every week I'm not trying to create some really exotic Instagram worthy meal plan. Nope. Every meal I'm focused on getting some protein, getting some vegetables, sticking to our grocery budget and doing something quickly. <laughs> those, are my, those are my priorities. And if you really struggle with this, I often recommend clients um, Mindful Chef. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I've used those when the girls were small. Those are, it's more expensive, but it can be really helpful in terms of if you're bored with your food, if you're cooking for one one of you, if you don't want to decide, if you, you know, if you're looking to divvy up more equally who cooks in your household and that's a source of contention, it's great. You, it's like one, it's like HelloFresh, but healthier and more protein in it. It's really nice food. It's a B Corp. I've used Mindful Chef here in the UK a number of times and it's great. So number two, planning, batching, repeating. And number three, a really key part that I has um, I've noticed, especially since the twins were born, has been a really key part of how I stay well and healthy and eating healthy and my hormones, you know, have been balanced even after, you know, having the girls. Um, just how I'm looking after myself is by retreating. So each so this looks like different things. I go on big retreats. For a couple of days and a bit like the retreat I'm running in March 2024, the shift retreat, which I would love for you to come on. It's so powerful. Keziahall.com forward slash shift. There's four rooms available as I'm recording this. So I go on these retreats like by myself for like one night, two nights, three nights, probably every two months where I go away. Sometimes it's just to an empty house because someone's on holiday. Maybe it's to a hotel that I found a deal with. Maybe it's to an Airbnb. Maybe um, I kick everyone out of our house and they go to the in-laws, but I stay in the house. You know, there's loads of different ways you can do it. My obvious, obviously my favorite one is to go away to like some spa hotel and just literally be in a beautiful hotel alone. Um, but there's lots of ways you can do it. You can get creative, you know? Um, so I do that. But also I think of each day having retreats as well. So each morning I have a morning routine routine um, that's ideally about an hour before the kids get up. So I get up at about six. The kids stay in their room till seven, seven fifteen ish. Doesn't mean they're asleep then, <laughs> but I'm not on parenting duty then. Joe's on parenting duty at that time. And I go away and have time. This is often when I exercise because that really helps my mind. I'll meditate during this time. I might journal. This is really time essentially where I can do whatever I want. The last couple of months, it's been a lot more exercise focused because I'm training for a triathlon. Um, but it really, this might be when I go and sit by a loch, do a, have a little swim, journal, meditate with the sun on my face. I've been doing that a lot in the summer and it's just lovely. So I do these like mini retreats. Sometimes I do it as well when the kids are in bed where I just go away, I lock the door, have half an hour to feel my feelings, to journal, these kinds of things. So um, it's, yeah really important to do, um, to take time away, to change up your habits, to reflect, to just have headspace to think, you know, oh, I, I, I need, to, I've been listening to this podcast. I know I need to change some stuff in my diet. You often need a bit of headspace to make those changes. If you're just constantly running at a thousand miles an hour, you're never going to make any lasting changes because you need a bit of space to change gear. You know, you need a bit of capacity, headspace, time, reflection, support to do that. So, and that's why I started running the shift retreats is I was like, oh, this is a really key part. You know, I do my one-to-one -one work in my online practice and it's really powerful, but also having these like in-person 
times away, like condensed times away is really equally important as well. They both complement each other brilliantly. So retreating. And I practice what I preach. So I run these retreats. The next one's in March, the shift retreat. But I do these for myself, these bigger retreats about every two months. And I really feel it. I start getting way more anxious, far more resentful. Um, I just feel it in my body when I just need to go away and have a bit of time. I've my next one that I've booked. I'm so excited. I'm doing it with a friend and I'm going to Portugal for like a long weekend because I was so sick of the awful weather especially in Scotland a lot of our summer has been in a lot of rain and so I was like stop this and my next retreat I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere sunny and I get there's a lot of privilege and various things in that but I just want to encourage you whether it's just you know your friend's going away on holiday your parents are maybe going away someone is away and you're like can I use your house for a few nights and you just go and you have a night to yourself where you do whatever the chuff you want you just watch Netflix you, you might you might journal and meditate but you might also just watch like you know Virgin River on Netflix and watch the entire series and like bore your eyes out both you know whatever it is that you need to do but I think it's really really important so many of the people I work with spend a lot of time caring for other people it's important to care for yourself even more so okay so those are my three things mindset planning batching repeating and retreating oh the, the last one's rhyme as not planned but it's nice that it does so when it comes to staying healthy when life is busy these are some of the things that I re- that really set me up for success. There's other stuff I do as well, but these are some of the key foundation ones. So I encourage you, listen to this, pick one of them. Maybe it's the mindset thing. Maybe you need to really ground down into that, set reminders on your phone. Maybe it's batching. You're like, oh yeah, you know, what? I'm going to start batching my curry that I make. Every time I make a curry, I'm making twice of it and putting it in the freezer. Or maybe it's taking yourself away that you're like, you know what, Kezia? I my friend is going away for a week and their house is going to be empty and they have a lovely house. Uh, I'm going to go and stay for a night there or I'm going to go and book myself into a hotel. I'm Whatever it is. Maybe you're in the school holidays and you have children and it's driving you mad. Go book yourself a night away. It will feel radical. You probably feel guilty. It'll probably be inconvenient for everybody else around you. Still do it. Just because other people are inconvenienced by your choices doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. FYI. That's another nice internalized brainwashing that we've had that women's job is to keep everybody happy. And if you make a choice that is a slight inconvenience to another human, then you shouldn't make that choice. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> if you want to make a choice that might, you know, so when I go away for these retreats, does my husband feel really excited about having, about solo parenting my three tiny, often wonderful, but deeply annoying children? No, he's not excited about that at all. He's not like, woohoo, yeah, no. He's like bracing himself for like war. That's, and I do, when he goes away to London, when he goes away to do his triathlons or do his thing, I am not excited about him going away. I'm often pretty pissed, to be honest, but I know that it's good for him. And that's okay. Him going away, he went to Dublin the other week to do some triathlon, deeply inconvenient. Had a terrible weekend with the kids. <laughs> but it's important that he does so, you know? And it's the same for me. So... There's just a little side note for you. And if you want to come on retreat with me, if you want to, if you want to want me to show you how I do it with style in a luxury Scottish estate overlooking the sea, March 2024, starting the new year in a really supported, nourishing, yummy, delicious way with yoga, detoxing food, lovely homemade food menu that I've 
crafted and will be created for us a fire guided meditation we've got a lovely yoga teacher emma coming to do some wonderful um sessions like yoga with us it's really restorative or really inclusive last time at the retreat we had people with all sorts of health stuff going on all sorts of abilities so you know you'll be welcomed to it all you can go in the sea with me i'll be guiding us through breath work and cold water dips if you want to there'll be hot chocolate chocolate dessert waffles on sunday morning it's going to be delightful it really is and really transformative so go to keziahall.com forward slash shift if you know that you want to come and retreat with me i would so love to have you otherwise i hope this podcast helps let me know how you get on otherwise i will speak to you next week for our next episode bye Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. It really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel. So thank you for being here and I will see you next week.